you something. This is no longer a vacation. It's a quest. It's a quest for fun. I'm gonna have fun, and you're gonna have fun. We're all gonna have so much fun. fun. We'll need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. Hey, you got Pac-Man? No. Uh, you got Space Invaders? Nope. You got asteroids? No, but my dad does. Can't even sell a toilet some days. So, so what do you do here, Dale? Well, I got a stack of nudie books this high. Well, how old are you, little one? Uh, she's born without a tongue, Clark. But, uh, don't you worry about her. She whistles like a bird and eats like a horse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, kids, you remember when I said, where would you like to go this summer more than any place in the world, huh? What'd you say? Why? Russ Audrey, remember? Uh, Wally World Dad? Wally World Dad. Uh, I wonder if you could tell me how to get back on the expressway. Mama. Thank you very much. I'm going steady. That French kiss. So everybody does that. Yeah, but Daddy says I'm the best daddy. Dad, you're married. I'm in the mood for some fun. Married? Oh, you mean those people I'm with? brother's family brother's ring broadcasting from the live network studios in west atlantic city new jersey it's the quizzo trivia podcast with your hosts nick and drew to participate tweet us at quizzo podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com that's q-u-i-z-z-o now let's get to the show It's just not the same without dog barking. Really, the reason I play this isn't because it's like the ultimate vacation week. It's more because I had one of the more disturbing pieces of news in the history of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast happen today. And I didn't talk about it before or off the air, but I figured I'd go right into it on oh, the man. air. He got Nick, rattled. Nick, you killed somebody. Oh, Nick. again? Oh, and it's one of the worst ones ever. You personally offended our we gotta editor. Start, we're we're going to have like a death board. So this, we keep track this, of... this one's the worst one you've ever done. But according no. to our editor, it was like a special kind of target. Like how you pulled this one off is really ridiculous. Joe Jackson? No. We didn't. I mean, I'm sure. We... I'm just trying. Well, could have been in a quiz and I just don't remember. Right. It's it's the most inhumane one out. you've ever Sometimes done. Sometimes I blow out trivia questions, man. I don't even. I, I see You're them not again. Even and I don't know. Like, I, I don't even remember doing that one. Right. Well, this one was bad, Nick. Today, July 5th. Somebody died? Duke. The spokesman. No, no, no. Bush. No, 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 no. Died today, dude. <laughs> no, I did not. Yes, you did. You killed Duke. The spokes dog wow. for Bush Beans was put down this morning from cancer. Oh my gosh. You wrote that question and Are Duke you was dying of me? cancer. <laughs> I am not kidding you. I got an email this morning from Michael Franken. No way. Shout out to him who does the best job ever. At but meanwhile, editing. barely anybody remembers that that, that, and he, is, and he that was, is a really and tough he question. He was one of the dogs that has played Bush. Uh, He's the golden retriever, yes. though. Yes. 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 And the, the owner retriever. was. Gave a very heartfelt goodbye, and it was the saddest thing I've ever read. And I went back, I got that email, I was like, how long ago did Nick put, it was this week's game. It was this, you had three days 
from the post to the dog's death. And you would have guessed in a million years I would never ask that question. That is just the most <laughs> random, random thing. Well, Fourth of ever. July barbecue. Yeah, no, beans. It, was, it's, it was fitting. You know, it's not yet, the, right. Yet still just oh, a, just a strange question. Dog? And the dog wow. just like, oh, no. As soon as it heard that. Boy, I don't even know what to say. And as the owner of an old golden retriever, I oh do not my. feel good about no, that. No, you at can't. All. I was. I, I, not I, a day goes by that uh, that is not on the mind. My old dog and... is right outside our podcast door <laughs> listening yes. to this right now, breathing Snorting. heavy, wondering what's going on. <laughs> so if you ever have total silence in the Quizzo Trivia podcast and have moments of snorting, I rest assured <laughs> not it is me. not me or Nick. It is a dog outside this door That's who, snorting. despite barricades, can still find yeah, yeah, her yeah, way yeah, through yeah, them and just and be right out here. You can't keep her away except for that last door. Oh Lord! So I just want to apologize, Duke. Sorry, I, Duke. You know, I mean, I know a dog's life is finite, and I get that, but I mean, too soon. July. And I just, just the fact that I I did it to him. Oh, oh man. Well, you know, uh, we're, well, we'll start this one off because uh, you know this guy is doing it to himself. As bad as I feel asking this question. He has absolutely no excuses for his demise. In the Charlie future. Sheen? No. That's, a, <laughs> that's an excellent guess, but I'm going to start off. Who won yet another Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Championship by consuming, Nick, 74, a record 74 hot dogs? All right, so I'm going to be honest. I woke up this morning. Okay. And I was out a little too late last night. <laughs> you know? It is Fourth of July. Yeah, it was. It's a big and holiday so, here. It, 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 you know, For those who don't ho- know, it's actually my favorite li- if holiday. If you're listening I mean, across the pond and you wonder how much Americans like the Fourth of July, whatever you think the number is, multiply that times well, hundred. And, and plus, it's like my town's holiday. It is Atlantic City's holiday. Yes. Like and no one does Fourth of July like, like we do. I love Christmas, but like. Christmas can be stressful. Let's it face it. It is. It's a very family-oriented holiday. I mean, I it's love not it. a luxury holiday. Right. It is a. It's you know, costly. It, yes. It's you know you're buying trees. You're right. decorating. The your weather's are... very cold. It gets dark at five o'clock so, in the afternoon. So like, I, I'll give Christmas the number one spot, but in love reality, Christmas. there's nothing better than the Fourth oh. of July. I don't have to buy anything. Oh, first of all, no, no except for. Ice for the cooler. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you're, you're barbecuing. No one judges you how much you drink on the 4th really, of July. You're not buying cards. Right. You know, I don't have to go to the I, card I store. I would say outside of St. Patrick's Day, there is no more acceptable holiday to be just absolutely blitzed on than the 4th of July. Celebrate. Right. It's cel- celebrate. So like I we, love the 4th of July. We told the king, we told the king to yeah, go blank go, himself. Go, go stick it. To, it. Go stick it. And he sent yeah. over all of his armies and we beat him. Right. That's a pretty good, pretty good reason to celebrate. It might have happened it's, before any of us were born. Th- it's the greatest story ever told. It really besides is. Besides the greatest story ever told. Sure. So anyway, I, I did not hold back at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> I woke up this morning. I, I don't know what. Yeah, I was like just hit by a bus. Hit by a bus. And the first thing that I thought of that made me happy was at least I'm not Joey Chestnut right you now. Because what does that guy feel what? like? Like no matter saying, what like, I did to myself, listen, I did not listen, eat folks. 74 listen, hot dogs folks. yesterday. In three weeks, he drops dead. Okay, no, nobody's gonna. I'm sorry. Nobody's gonna no, wonder nobody's why. gonna ever wonder why because what you do can't you feel in, like on you July 5th? You cannot go into that competition without quote training. So imagine what he was doing. How do you train up to that. for that? What? 
kind of toilet does that man oh, own? God. He must have the best toilet ever, right? Don't <laughs> he you must have spend to invest all day? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, like his bathroom must be like a freaking mecca. Like he has a whole office surrounding the bathroom. You know what I mean? Because like what your life. As that guy has got to be a lot of... Or do you train of... by, like, not... Like, like, so, for instance, yesterday... I don't know. But I knew that's trouble was coming. So, for lunch, I had fruit. Sure. You know, I tried to... You, you try know, to balance. Try to balance it yeah, out. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Right. Like, you think he eats right for a week going into it? No. You think he prepares... I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. By I don't know. gigantic meals? Here's the thing. They've made a million documentaries about people that I don't care about. Right? Things I just don't care about. This is one I want to see. What about I the Donkey Kong guy? This. Did you watch that one? No. <laughs> the King of Kong. The kid who plays the Donkey Kong game? Uh, he's not a kid. He's like, just a grown-up. Grown man yeah. at this point. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. The King of Kong. Anyway, so yeah, Joey Chestnut, 74 hot dogs. I mean, I just, I can't figure. Now, here, here's one for you, and I don't know if people know this, or even if you know this. How long does he have to complete it? What is the so right back at you with a trivia question? Mm. How Today, long do they have in the Nathan's I'm, I'm saying contest to eat? Somewhere between ten and fifteen minutes is you'd what be, I'm thinking. It's somewhere between ten and fifteen. Yeah, minutes. so I'm gonna go with uh, twelve minutes. Ten. Okay, ten. Yeah, you know. What if they gave these guys like three hours? <laughs> That's what I want to see. <laughs> so it's not as much. It's really not as much of That'd a, be a whole race. Different show. It's just how many hot dogs can you eat? It'd be like, <laughs> and, then, and then it would be like, dead. and let's go to the underneath bathroom cam. We've we've put cameras on the inside of their toilets. I'm just speaking of golden retrievers. Could Rosie eat seventy four hot dogs? She could try. She could try. I don't know. I don't think she could. I think she'd start vomiting pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't after think she a could. Number of, oh no way. There's no way. Whatever he's done to himself, he's got like some sort of lining. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hot where dog just, casing, right? Where it's just pasting right out. Like he's got he's got something injected in. It him. is amazing what the human body can do if you train it properly. Oh, I mean, the limits. I mean, we could run a hundred miles. But how great would that? And we like, could also eat seventy four hot dogs in ten minutes. How great would that advert be? Like using sort of the cliche sports analogies for him to be like. A champion of our times, a man who has trained harder than any other person, a man who has put his has body there, pushed the limits of endurance. Limits. Yeah. Right, <laughs> but really, all of those know, things yes. are true. <laughs> all of them are true. You know, one thing that bothers me about the hot dog contest—just one thing. Okay, it's the thing that bothers me the most. Okay, that they make you eat the buns because they got to—they dunk Dip the buns in water. In water. Let's just get rid of the buns. Because do you really care how many buns he's eating? Well, that's what's supposed to be the barrier. You know what I, I mean? I just want to <laughs> see how many dogs he can put down. Ugh, it's just such a disgusting thought. I'll tell you what, like <laughs> nothing makes me want to eat hot dogs less than watching that. Like I, I don't know how Nathan's like profits off of that. Like, would you see that spectacle and be like, oh, I need it, a, it's dude, it's you I think of Nathan's, of you think of that. Coney Island and oh, that. Con- sure, that's the one of the best branding things they've ever done. Oh, there's no question about. I it. don't think when they intended the. What should we do in Atlanta? The contest City? though. What, what what's the what's the thing we can do on July Fourth? What kind of contest can we create that's not as just grossly offensive as that. Well, I well, mean, I once it. ate. I mean, this is no lie. Right. This is no lie. My birthday one year. My birthday's in July. Okay. And I love clams. There you go. I love clams. So the clam eating contest. My aunt hosted a party, and uh, oysters. My clams? one. Yeah, my one aunt brought clams. Right. 
And I got a story about oysters. Oh. Another guy, but it's not my story. But anyway, he knows who he is. I got a story about oysters, but there's another guy. You don't want to know about this. Uh, but the class, Does the so, word gout come into so, the picture at all? Oh, he also had gout. That was a different time. That was a different time. That, <laughs> that was lobsters. lobster tails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you were, you were there for that one. Yes, I was. That was an impressive display. Seven if, lobster if tails you gives you gout. If you wondered if you go on a luxurious cruise somewhere and it's all you could eat, if you can really test if all you can eat means all you can eat, the yeah. answer is yeah. We tested it once. We sat down to dinner. And with people we knew, by the way, in the business industry, and he put on a two, show. He ordered two lobster tails, and I ordered two lobster tails. Sure. It's great. You know? Yeah, it was awesome. So we polished those off. I had one. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to get two more. Okay. All right. So the waiter gives like a turn of the head. And he's like, all right, you know, this asshole is just greedy for lobster tails. I'll get <laughs> okay. him two more, right? Right. So, so he brings that to two more. Now our minds so are So now spinning. he eats four lobster tails, and the waiter... Is walking by, like going back to the thing, and he's like, "Hey, Monsieur, three more." Like as a joke. As a joke. As right. a joke. As a joke. Well, the waiter, without even looking back, goes in. It's like I'll get this. I'll get this guy. Delivers three more. Three more lobster tails. Well, he ate them. He did. And within forty-five minutes, Gout. his hands turned into were three times the size. size. It looked like uh, you've never seen anything like it in your he's life. Like, uh, I think something's wrong. <laughs> I think something's wrong. I was like, do you ever see? Your do, you ever see is, do you ever see Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Remember to. when like Violet Beauregard turns into a giant blueberry? That's exactly what happened to this gentleman. That's a night it over. Was, <laughs> it's, it's, it's night's over, man. Oh, it was more than night's over. There's like, remember it's the like last start hydrating? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And get he just started drinking bed. water, yeah. and that was the end of that. And like, I remember the 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 nurse or whatever was like. Whatever you do, do not start drinking alcohol. Like oh, you yeah, will yeah, put yeah. yourself into a very yeah. bad place. You need to just drink water. Your circulation, <laughs> your <laughs> foot might explode. <laughs> you need new shoes. Um, uh, so right. anyway, I ate a couple hundred clams one night. I guess that's what we were getting okay. at. Yeah, so, so the clam eating contest. Yeah, Let's it was see. one of those things where they just had like four hundred yeah, clams and only half of them Harry's went. Oyster bar. It's got a sponsor I, going. I Doc's, down Doc's uh, annual clam eating contest. I yeah. think we. I think we got something here, folks. If next. Next July, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the Docs clamming contest in conjunction with Atlantic City Football Club. You know where it came from. Uh, all right, I have a lot of Fourth of July trivia for you. Okay, uh, it's a little bit off the beaten path. I'm not going for the typical stuff where you get you know every single Fourth of July. It's like you know who who did who ran Star Spangled Banner and all this stuff. This is a little bit more interesting. Francis Scott Key, correct. Let's start with this one. Who built the Statue of Liberty? All right, I think I know this one because, uh, all right, just the the backstory of this comes from France. Does all right. I Same mul- time period as a, a very popular French landmark. Yes, and what's even funnier is I had a lot of people when I asked the question, "Who built the Statue of Liberty?" People the just French, French, <laughs> yeah, the France. Yeah, right. France. That's not what I was looking for. I wanted a person, folks. I even got his first name for you, folks. Ooh, Gustav. It. Yes. Eiffel. Gustav Eiffel. Pe- and his people, Statue of Liberty. I had more people think the Statue of Liberty came during the Revolutionary War than not. People had it. Because another question I asked no, is, when came, was it? When the was French it, Revolution, right? No. No. French Revolution happened only shortly after the Revolutionary War in the U.S., this didn't get dedicated. Uh, not, not, I'm sorry, not the French Revolution. No, it was the 100. This is what it was. The it was the 100th anniversary, anniversary of the French Revolution. That's yes. what she was a gift. That's for. exactly correct. Okay. The 100th anniversary. So 1886, I had that. 
get it five yeah, years within each way. Sense. People were like 1776, you know. Oh, yeah, okay. Just totally. I mis- wonder if I would have gotten 1886 right if you had asked me. That's a tough I one. I would have been close. Yep. Well, within five years either way. Do you know what the, the Eiffel Tower was built for? The Eiffel Tower, I assume, was built for the same reason, right? To commemorate the French Revolution? Nope. What is it? World's Fair. World's Fair. Okay, so there you go. I know it's funny because that was the World's Fair right before Chicago had their World's Fair. Right. So the people in Chicago were like going crazy. Like, to what try are we going to yeah, do? Like trying to go to outdo that tower. Do you know what was born during the World's Fair in Chicago? What was born? Yeah. Ice cream? Is that nah. what you're talking about? Nah. Even better. Pancakes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pancakes. I'm sure a lot of things came from that Aunt, World's Aunt Fair. Aunt Jemima, right? Uh-huh. They hired this woman to play the role of Aunt Jemima. And flip pancakes at the World's Fair. First time it was ever it was put out there, and that's where Aunt Jemima was born and pancakes okay. were born. Yeah, the there's World's probably Fair a lot of stuff that comes yeah, from yeah. that fair. No question. Uh, all right, you got one uh, throwback at me. I don't care if it's July Fourth or not. I still have one more. I want to ask you. Let's see if you uh, if you get this all one. All right, let me see if I have anything on topic here. Uh, I had a whole bunch of about like, where stuff originated from. This would work here. A whole bunch of uh, who was born on July Fourth stuff. We once did a picture round with all people born on July Fourth, but what I did was I turned a lot of those into questions about those people. What was invented at the Anchor Bar in upstate New York in 1964? What was invented at the Anchor Bar in upstate New York in 1964? Buffalo wings. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I've actually been there. Yeah, I've had yeah, wings yeah, yeah. It's there. in Buffalo. That's why you said upstate New York. Yeah, they call it Buffalo yeah, wings. Yeah, yep, yeah. absolutely. But yeah, the, no, we've time. you showed me where it was. I, we didn't oh, we didn't go okay. there. Yeah, I, I didn't remember being there with you. But no, we didn't go we there. Were in Buffalo. We didn't together. go there. We were in downtown Buffalo on some other random weekend. It wasn't the well, we saw fish, fish in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, but it was a different. It was different the time. second trip back, and I don't remember what we were doing there. It could have been another fish concert or something, or I don't know. They were driving to uh, Canada, but I, I Hard distinctly remember Hard to believe chicken wings you. have only been around since 1964. Yeah. What were people doing with chicken wings before that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, how could something that delicious not be invented until 1964? Well, plus, you would figure at some point when people are starving, they're looking for any part of anything to create right. food from. Right. That's, right. Why, that's why people had found crabs. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, someone was on an island, and they're like, that thing could be delicious. Well, they say, like, the first person to eat an oyster or something, like, how brave for you, because it right. does, not, does not necessarily look Smell edible good, look good. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't taste good. It's frightening. But if you're starving to death, you will eat anything. So uh, yeah. I think that Chicken makes sense. Chicken wings have only been around since the 60s? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so here's another invention thing. It's uh, as American as apple pie. There was this great comedian one's named Phil Nee. I'm going to even quote him. I don't Phil even know. Phil Nee? Yeah, Phil Never Nee. Heard of him. So I used to see uh, MTV's Half Hour Comedy Hour, right? I used to tape it. And some of my favorite stand-ups were launched from that 30-minute special. Was that special. Rosie O'Donnell's show? Is that the no, same thing? Oh, no. She did, she did a different thing. But, okay. like, Drew Carey, first time I ever saw him, he did a 30-minute Yeah, uh, you were much set. more into comedy Loved than I was. Loved stand-up comedy. So Phil Me had one of my favorite jokes ever. He said, like, I always heard my whole life, everything is American as apple pie. Baseball is American as apple pie. You know, uh, oh, I know this routine. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, made, he goes, I, I finally go to McDonald's and order an apple, uh, apple pie. It looks like an looks egg roll. It looks like an egg roll. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that was my joke. So the one of the most American uh, things about Fourth of July, of course, is what? what Fourth of July. Fireworks. Right, burners, there you go. First word out of your mouth, fireworks. So where were fireworks invented, Nick? <laughs> it looks like an egg roll. <laughs> That's right. Any guess when? Oh, my gosh. I mean, geez, 
the Chinese have been around for a long time. <laughs> Very really. long so time. this is a really tough. Put it this way: tough to spot. I've got a dynasty attached to it. Yeah, I'm guessing gunpowder ish era. Yeah, you're, so maybe you're right 500, there. ninth century. Okay. So medieval China, the Tang Dynasty is okay. where fireworks were first created. Yeah, if you said the Tang Dynasty, I would have thought even before the ninth century. Right, 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 right. All right. Um, let's see. I, I'll go a little more something a little more recent for you. Okay. What was the first Walmart? So give me the decade that we had our first Walmart. We'll go with the fifties. Okay. So you're a little early on it. It's the sixties. Okay, but it's like is it sixty? It's probably sixty two, I think. Right, I don't okay. have it in front of me. I think it's I figured it was either really late fi- I figured you'd asked it and it would be the late fifties because that would be the surprise decade. So like when was it? Like in the eighties, is that when we started talking about how Walmart is like putting hardware stores nah, out of I think business? It was the nineties. Yeah, I think the early nineties is when deregulation. Pretty became. incredible from like not from no stores to starting in Arkansas in the sixties to just putting everybody out, out of business. business. Yeah, you just figure out how to do it. It's all about negotiating deals. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get things cheaper than everyone else when you buy in bulk. Sure. And if you can ex- execute those deals and convince people to get on board, you know, choo-choo. Look at Amazon. And well, then they – yeah, right. Toys then Amazon, R Us. Amazon Jeffrey, came along. And... Jeffrey's posting sad pictures with, like, a suitcase, checking out of the last Toys R Us. My daughter weeped, weeped when we got there, and it was actually closed and empty. Yeah, yeah. I remember you saying how Brutal. upset your daughter was going to be. so I'm sad. Thinking, I don't even think my kids know that there is such thing as Toys R Us. Yeah, you really. <laughs> go, go to Five I, Below. I missed that by for like three years. I went yeah. to Toys R Us once. It's like, stuff's like 30 bucks. Yeah, like, I, I go to Five, five Below. Below. That's probably why Toys R Us is going out of business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to start seeing a whole lot more Five Belows. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, can I have that? that like, it's $40. What are you, nuts? Uh... I'm not even going to bother asking those. We'll save those for a different 4th of July special. Let's move on to sports. I got a lot of interesting ones in the sports world that were all 4th of July oriented. Um, and then, uh, you know, a couple I'll save. But this is this was the big one I wanted to test you on. Okay. The longest Major League Baseball game ever played on July 4th went 19 innings. Can you name either of the two teams that were in it? No, I have no reference to All right, it. this is how I asked the question. Now you're going to either get it because of this, but the longest MLB game ever on July 4th went 19 innings at Fulton County Stadium. Oh, home the home of team the of what? Atlanta Braves. Atlanta Braves, right. Before the other team? Before they got Turner Field. The other team? Fulton County. The New York Mets. Oh. That's why I so said Braves, Mets. And what was the year on that? I think 84. <sighs> Boy, that was like that was my uh, wheelhouse. I you might, I really you might have remembered. I a big Mets fan were... in 84. Yeah. So it was 19 innings, longest game in Major League Baseball history, played on July 4th. Wow, on 4th. July 4th. I yep. wonder if I watched that It's game. not the longest game in history. Just, just the longest, on the 4th of July. On the 4th of July, right. Just wondering. Yeah, I can't remember where I was in 84. Yeah, I, I had my, my huge list of people born. Truth is, I was probably down here, so I probably didn't watch the game. Right. There you go. Plus, I watched it, it mostly like, when yeah, I was yeah. up in Montclair. Gotcha. Throw, and they probably didn't cover it. Back then, it would have been Phillies or nothing. You're not getting Down here, down yeah. Here. Yeah, no question. Yeah, but down here also... the. We had WPIX. Okay. So we did get games down here. That's true. We yeah, actually Channel got more 11. games yeah, on right. Channel 11 down here than we do now. Yeah, PIX like, and... Uh, because before SNY, right, right, right. PIX had the Mets games. So Absolutely. We did, we did get a good amount of Mets games. Uh, I, that I, helped out. Yeah. All right, so it's my turn for sports. Man, I have just so much. I, I have so much, I don't even so know too. where to go with All this. All 4th of July oriented, too. All right, this is... I found fascinating. What two lottery picks this year... NBA draft lottery picks went to the same high school. <sighs> I don't have a prayer. I was so not. I like. I couldn't even name the top ten picks this year. Uh, that's how bad it was. For Can me. you name the top two? 
like with struggling. Like I know where where they went, and I can remember their names sort of. If I really thought about it, they went to the same high school. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. The top two picks in the NBA draft. So uh, junior uh, Marcus Bagley Jr. Marvin Bagley Marvin the, the Bagley, third. The third. Okay, there you go. He was the second pick. He was the second pick, and the first pick was uh, freaking. What's his name? Come on. Uh, DeAndre. DeAndre. Aton. Aton, right. We already talked about that last week. The right, center but, from Arizona. But how about the top two picks with the same high school? Crazy. Is that crazy? That's absolutely crazy. I know who so, did the third pick. The Hillcrest <laughs> Prep. Oh, yeah. Well, that that makes a lot more sense because those prep schools, are they go out and they find those kids that like you know aren't even college eligible because of their grades because they've been <laughs> in an inner city system. Right, but these guys spent one year in college. Yeah. And they're the top two picks. So how good was that team? The year the before. The senior year. When they had the two, like two years I, later, they got the NBA. I'll go out on them. They probably won everything. Can you imagine playing high school against <laughs> oh. those guys? Uh, that's funny. Rebound. Yeah, I like that. Um, all right. I'm wondering if that ever happened before. That's going to have to take some research. But I feel like this one we've brought up on the show before. We were talking about Wimbledon, so I'm not going to ask you this. Uh, but I'll ask you a racing question. Oh, i got a Wimbledon one for you. If you okay. all right. Well, I'll, I'll ask you this one first. Dennis. Who won his 200th and final NASCAR race July 4th, 1984? Same day that Mets game went on. Uh, I think there's only one guy to win 200. That's right. Richard Petty. That is correct. So there you go. There's a little date in history. So he won his, his last, last race. race, 200th race on July 4th. So he didn't retire. I wonder, did he? Uh, no, he probably finished out the season. Probably finished out the season, just yeah, never won again. Didn't, didn't win a race. So what was the race? What do they race on the 4th of July? Is there a certain race they do every 4th of July? I don't remember. I, I feel like it was a Florida race, even though I remember thinking to myself, how insane is that? You no, you think how... they would do Pocono up right, this time of year. It wasn't like in 84. Of... It was something Southern. Oh, uh, Southern uh, stuff? Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to take a look. I have um, no idea like how popular NASCAR was in the 80s. I don't even think NASCAR hit my radar until the 2000s. I think it was probably always popular in the South. South, yeah. Yeah, I just don't think anybody. But not being from there, I don't. Like, think of Jeff Gordon as, like, the first NASCAR guy. I guess, you know, I knew who Jeff Gordon was in the 90s. That, that's that, that's yeah. for sure. I think so, it's so certainly know spiked in popularity. In the 90s. I just... Yeah, just Dale Loon. Dale I can honestly say I've never watched a NASCAR race except for the one that we, we went to. We had to go to. <laughs> yeah, I've never actually seen. Daytona. Yeah. Oh, it was Daytona on the Daytona, 4th of July. 4th of July, yep. So I know they raced Daytona twice. Yeah, so that was. So they do Daytona. The there you go. Okay. Yep, cool. All right, uh, what else you got in that? Uh... So, so let's see. Who left a 20-year relationship with Nike to sign a $300 million endorsement deal with Uniqlo, a Japanese apparel company? Who left a 20-year... Tiger Woods? Okay, that's a good guess because... Who else is getting that kind of money? It's the only other guy that would be, because Tiger would not leave Nike. Well, I don't see anyone in the NBA to go to Uniqlo. No. So I'd have Definitely to say not. soccer. And 20... Okay, that that that's a take on it, but it's not soccer. Okay. I would have said like I guess Ronaldo I got to make this or, one but easier. I would have known that. I didn't uh, really spend a whole lot of time crafting this one up. I, I might ask it differently. Like what sports? See, I think Uniqlo is too hard of an answer if I give the guy, but maybe I'll say like maybe I'll make it a little easier and say uh, wh- who you can make name Nike the person. The yeah, make Nike the answer. That's yeah. probably what I'll do. This person left what company to sign a three hundred million dollar deal? With... Nobody's had an endorsement deal for twenty years. It's like a that. long time to it be is... endorsed, and Uniqlo is such a. It's not golf. Nope. 
Tennis? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, Federer? Yeah. All right. Roger Federer got yeah, that, 300 That makes million. sense because what that could do for that kind of brand, oh, yeah. having the best player of all time we just mentioned you for Uniqlo, the next years. I've never heard of him I before, see Uniqlo but. written in it. I'm like, I don't even know I have what that no, is. I think there's no real strong brand. I Uniqlo was like a bank. But there's no Not- strong brand identity in terms of tennis equipment. To, you know what I mean? Like, in other words, like, if you left Nike in basketball. Yeah, did you even know Federer was endorsed by Nike? No, I didn't. Right, that's so why people I, might say Adidas. Sure. That might be, and, not and be it, a bad question. And in question. tennis, I think that's the way to ask I, it because you don't even – it could be anybody. It could be Prince. You know, who knows? Like, there's companies out yeah, like there that Tiger, are, you know, is Nike. Right. If Tiger left for Nike. a Japanese company, yeah, you, would you would know it. So that's why I, get, I was like – but I that didn't come on my radar. Um all right, my last July Fourth uh, question. The the by the way, the uh, tennis one I had. I think we talked about it. Do you know who defeated Bjorn Borg to end his five year run as Wimbledon champion on July Fourth? Yeah, he, this guy who got spanked by Bjorn like every year and finally every year, Mac and finally Rowe. got him on got July Fourth. It was one. Of I didn't know great, it was on. T- yeah. So the final was on the Fourth of July. Yeah, July Fourth. Because now they're just starting. I feel like July Fourth, nineteen eighty one. What did they just play round? T- I saw Serena won round two. Right. And it's so yeah, huh. John McEnroe. So they must have started Wimbledon earlier back then. Yep. So there you go. Uh, uh, but here's here's the question I have for you. Don Larson's perfect game was okay. This is the better Don way to Larson's ask it. Who pitched the first no hitter for the New York Yankees since Don Larson's perfect game, July fourth, nineteen eighty three? So from oh, eighty three. So. Larson's right. perfect game was what, 56? Yeah. So the Yankees did not have a no-hitter from 1956 until 1985. Wow. It's a long That's just for time. the Yankees. I mean, right, for the Yankees who were still winning championships and still had great pitchers. Oh, yeah, yeah, they had yeah, a lot yeah, of, yeah. had a lot of names go out there, but this was the first no-hitter thrown since Larson's perfect game. All right, so... 83. I could give you it's another clue. David Cohn. No. Way earlier than Cohn. too early for him. Yep. Cone, right, I will say I do Gooden, not remember Wells, a Yankee. Those were all later. I do not remember a Yankee no hitter before Cones. So you want? A I clue? will go. I can give you an interesting clue. It's not a giveaway. It's, it's let a, me guess it if I don't get it. Another question. All right, let, let me okay. guess on my own, and then because I have a guy okay. that I remember being a pretty good pitcher in that range of time. I think he's got no hit stuff. Gidry. Close, but no cigar. Uh, a lefty. A lefty? You're not helping me. Okay. A future tremendous relief pitcher, but started as a starter. All right. There's a guy from that era. I thought he was a relief pitcher. I didn't know he was a starter. Rigetti. Dave Rigetti. He, he, was, a starter? he was a starter? I don't pitcher. remember no that. No hitter for the Yankees, July 4th, 1983, before he became a relief pitcher a couple okay. years later. Yep. I- just don't remember. Rags that. was one of my all-time favorite Yankees in the era that I watched. I don't remember he was a lefty. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Rigetti. 30 years ago. Yep, so. yep absolutely. All right. 34 years ago. Uh, do some geography history, or you got anything? Yeah. All right, yeah, uh, let's, let's save whatever's well, left for... If you want more, I got more. No, 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 no. We're, we're good. People are going to get uh, two podcasts out of us this week, so... Uh, we said that last week. We did. <laughs> they got one, but... We lied. We're going to do it. This, do this it. week, we're doing it, we're doing because it. we don't have the distractions of last week. It's true. All right, geography, history. Uh, I love when stuff like I love when stuff like this happens. Me too. So, what cartoon character is the West Japan Railway putting uh, all over their new uh, train? Pokemon? No. Oh, it's like I love when stereotypes are this true. 
Like, if you were going to draw a Japanese... Cartoon. ...girl, like, with a book bag... Right. What would the cartoon character on the book bag be? <laughs> Go ahead. Hello Kitty. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't Pokemon, Hello Kitty is right there. So they got the Hello Kitty train now. <laughs> yeah, there's... Um, <laughs> There, there was a comedian who How, I think was Chappelle. Hello Kitty? I think it, it was Chappelle who, who said, like, basically what America did. So I'll give you an old adage. Um, this is actually good for history. In in ancient Greece, there was a situation, and I'm going to get the details a little bit fuzzy, but I don't care about the details. It's not worth researching. The point of the story is the point of the story. Does that make sense? So yep. those of you who are going to write in and complain that I don't have this exactly right. Objection. Right. Who Hearsay. Yeah, right. Okay, so here, here's basically what the story was. This guy was a satrap. He commanded a certain area, got advice from a Greek leader about what to do with this rebel island, right? So this rebel island, uh, you know, fought the satrap, this, uh, and the guy said, I want to send in an army and kill them all. And the Greek guy who was advising them, who was, like, basically in his court uh, because he was in exile from Greece, said to them, listen, don't do that. Because if you kill everybody on the island, inhabitants from a different island are going to know that that's unsettled territory now. They're going to come over. So they're going to raise an army. Right. You're going to have the exact same problem 10 years later. Instead, okay. go over to the island. Tell the people, we're going to spare you death. But we're taking all your weapons. And you're going to, from now on, start training your kids in poetry and music and dance. Okay? Okay. No arms. No arms training at all. You're not allowed to have a weapon. You're not allowed to teach a kid how to use a weapon. Nothing. Within a generation, the entire island was literally like Fire Island in the middle of New York City. <laughs> so okay? you're saying we did that to Japan? I- I'm saying <laughs> we, we did that to Japan. <laughs> and now we're looking at trains with Hello Kitty. They were samurai warriors. That is and now funny, man. They you're right. Trains you're, you're right. With Hello Kitty. In, in a okay. generation in, and a half, we've right. turned them into Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty. Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> so, all I'm saying is history can repeat itself. I grew up, like, fearing the Japanese warrior and the samurai. Right. And, and like, the, those uh, Grecian warriors were the same way the rebels. Oh, and then yeah. a generation later, yeah, they're all. Bruce the, the, the adage is the guy passed on the ship, and on the banks of the shore, the entire community was engaged in some sort of. Dance. And he's like, woo! <laughs> I think worked. Look at that. <laughs> that's a great that story. Great. Uh, so sorry if I didn't get all the details of that right, but you get the point. Um, what else you got for me? I have a lot that's, of stuff. That's uh, all right. That ties into something else I got here. Yep. Uh, let's see. So China, China has just warned its citizens. Oh boy, against travel in what country because of the risk of high medical bills and violence. North Korea? The United States. <laughs> Chinese people are now warned to not come here because like of high medical bills and violence. You know what's funny? I never really thought of this. But, like, are we seen as a violent country? We I mean, probably are. Dude, because we're warmongering. We, we got the guns got all the over guns. the place. If you looked at the statistics in Chicago, have you ever seen that thing? It's I like mean, other here, countries. Here's Chicago in a week. Problem. Gun murders. England in a year. Less gun murders. Oh, not even close. It's, it's not it's even like close. not even in a week. 
So that's it's funny. Like, we're getting week. this reputation around the world sure. as just like this violent country. Oh yeah, and Donald Trump's coming in to clean it all up. Yeah, that's the, that's the perception he's trying to. But, but meanwhile, crime is down almost everywhere in the United States. Unemployment is down everywhere in the United States. That's the correlation. People have jobs; they don't have time to commit violent crime. Yeah, or need you don't want to risk it. Right, and and like you go, Atlantic City is a great example. Everyone's employed. I can't even get a babysitter because everybody's got a job now. Wow. So it's like good to know. Yeah, I mean, people that haven't had jobs in years got jobs. Literally everybody I know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's true. It's uh you know it's a good thing, and that that usually correlates. But man, that's crazy. Um, all right, this will be my last uh, geography history question for you. Uh, and I know you know the answer to this, but I just I, it, there's only so many opportunities you get to talk about this guy. So Fourth of July is the time for me. So this is a true or false question. Paul Revere's 20 mile ride to warn of the Revolutionary War start was the longest by any Patriot post rider. True or false? One more time. Paul Revere's 20 mile ride to warn of the Revolutionary War start was the longest by any Patriot post rider. True or false? Uh, all right. So I remember. And I think we've talked about this show before with uh, Wool. You got it. Absolutely. Robert Wool. Robert Wool. Assume the position. Assume the position. And he tells the story. I'm going to try to think of the guy's name. Oh, he's got the best name. He's got the, the, a great the best name. best, worst it's, name you've it's, ever it's heard. Just, it's a name you've never heard before. No. But the funny thing of the story is we celebrate Paul Revere. And I don't know why Why it's Paul Oh, because of the- Longfellow. There, there's a poem. There's, that's right. The ride of- Listen, my kids, and you will hear about the midnight ride of Paul Revere. And that's what made Paul Revere so famous, famous is that midnight poem. ride. Yeah, nobody knew it. But there's a guy named, is it Sebastian? No. It's not? That's a great guess. Is it? Like is it begin with an S? No. It has uh, an is sound to it, though. That's why. Ishmael. You're so close. Name's a country. His name is a country? His name is a country. And it's not a Ishmael, country it's and not... a vacuum cleaner was the joke. Robert Wool goes. Hoover. He goes. He sounds like a. Uh, if, if I say the word he used, it'll a give country it away and a. Yeah, country and a vacuum cleaner. Is Hoover the vacuum cleaner? Nope. Uh, I, Israel Bissell. Israel Bissell. Right. Yep. Listen, my kids, and you can whistle. So Israel Bissell midnight ride of did Israel a ride Bissell. that was like three hundred and forty-five yeah, 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 miles yeah, yeah. from Boston oh all the way to Philadelphia. Let's think about that for a second. Three hundred and forty-five. miles. I've driven from Philly to three Boston. Straight days it's a nightmare. Dying on a horse. On a horse. It just can't. In, 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 in 17, the summertime, seventy-six. Wow. Right. Yeah. So, and everybody's like all hyped on Paul Revere. He rode from Boston to Cambridge. <laughs> that's I've walked. Right. That's I walked far. one morning from Boston to Kenya. <laughs> that's right. I'm not that's even how far he went. Not even kidding. In a circle. But Israel Bissell, no one remembers that guy. No one talks about him. He's an absolute afterthought. You don't learn about him in school. Israel Bissell. You're saying Go it to me. I've heard the story. I already forgot his name. He's a Jewish vacuum cleaner. That's yeah. that's what the Robert Wool's joke was. Oh uh, yeah, Israel. That's funny. I... Israel Bissell. Gotta love it. Uh do you know what city Betsy Ross was born in? Yeah, I've been to our house, Philadelphia. There you go. Just thought I'd get that in there. Uh, and the last one, uh, the only U.S. president born on the 4th of July. You know that what? one. There's, there's... Multiple ones have died. Three have died. That I know. Yeah. That's one Everybody of the knows stories. the famous story. That's the craziest story ever. Uh, That's what makes me think we're living in a simulation. Right. Because how could that <laughs> possibly how could that even happen? happen? How is that even possible? So the question is, who was born on the 4th of July? Born on the 4th of July. One president. Only one. One presidential daughter. And one president. 
I don't know. I'll just Calvin guess. Coolidge. Oh, okay. oh I wouldn't. Right. Right. I, I wouldn't got it anyway. Yeah, and Mal- uh, Mal- Malaya, Malaya, Malaya. Obama. Yeah. <laughs> Obama gang. Malia. Well, that's Obama. a soccer player. That's a soccer Malia player. Malia Obama is what I was looking for. Who's the Obama gang soccer player? Isn't he a star? Isn't there a, a st- uh, star soccer player named Obama gang? Obama gang. Yeah. Obama gang. Pierre Enric Obama gang. So he plays for France. No, he plays for like uh, the African country. He was uh, Senegal tied to. No, it's like. Uh... I should know. Is he on Manchester? Way. No, he's on Arsenal. His Arsenal's. He's on Arsenal. Okay, that's, yeah. All right, uh, that's all I know. He is a Gabonese from Gabon. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even know Gavin was a country. Well, now you do. <laughs> so that's a, it's actually a good uh, a good exit out of geography yeah. history. All right, let's move into <laughs> entertainment. Uh, the last one. All right, uh, I'll start you off, and then you can throw a couple at me if you want. Uh, I would like to know if you remember who played President Thomas J. Whitmore in my favorite July Fourth movie ever, Independence Day. Yeah, yeah, I can I can get that guy. Is it Bill Pullman? Bill Pullman. My favorite fake president ever by such a wide mile it's not even funny. Oh, because of that speech? Just the whole – his whole everything was like that's what I want my president to be. Just a speech. Like a good guy. You know, he was an Air Force pilot. We should have had that speech today for the the podcast. I thought I did an Independence Day. uh, I'm almost positive. Well, you could close with it if you've got one. Yeah, I I totally, totally, totally blew that because I definitely have an Independence Day podcast. Yeah, because I remember we used it last using year. Using that speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, now for some reason I didn't load it into the uh, into the thing here. So uh, he's your favorite all time U.S. president? Fake. President. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, my like, like a movie. fake president. Yeah. Who's your number two? My number two is Michael Douglas in the American President. Okay, I was gonna say he was my favorite. I like him an incredible amount in that yeah. movie. He would be the second guy that I'd yeah. be like. That was although a I do bit love more... that Independence Day. So I, I got to. I, I probably agree with the you difference in I, that one. He was he fighting was the... for some like policy thing. That yes. was the big culminating and Independence speech. Day is a way better movie. In, in Independence Day, we're fighting for our lives <laughs> against aliens. It's <laughs> so, one of the all time right. great movies. So right. I, I'll give. I think the character was and better. like Michael Douglas didn't get in a plane and lead a squadron to start killing. <laughs> and, and Michael Douglas is Michael Douglas. Yeah, yeah. but he was but a Bill great is, fake president. It's funny because the West Wing, which cast you know Martin Sheen as president, remember his name? Remember fake President Sheen's name? Uh, let me see if I can think of it because I've n- never seen one episode of, of the West it. Wing. Yeah, I never watched it. Somebody had that uh, as a team name this week in one of my shows. West Wing or no? His name. His uh, name? Yeah, his, President. Yeah, it was like President. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of it. Uh, God, I just had it on the tip of my Bartlett. Okay. President Bartlett. Yeah, Josiah Bartlett. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Yep, there you go. Don't know so. that at all. I don't, don't know Bartlett. But, I don't but, know but the reason all. they got the idea for him to be the president of West Wing is because he was the chief of staff in The American President. Remember, he was Michael Douglas's yes. confidant. They yes. both had a very presidential look uh-huh. to them. Mm-hmm. So, all right, throw some entertainment trivia at me. Where to go? Where to go? Let's go with this. How do you feel about the uh, that they knight? Musicians over in England. Like, <laughs> How do I feel about the monarchy? Yeah, like, you know, like, like when they knighted Paul McCartney, I was like, ah, oh, he's Paul freaking McCartney, right? Right, but are they knighting like Noel Gallagher now? Well, they like... knighted <laughs> Elton John, and I was like, okay, it's Elton John. All right, I'm still okay. But where are but we at? Started, now? Where but, are we at but now? Are we, are we getting like the One Direction guy? 
Okay. Or you're about to give me the equivalent. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, did you see who the newest knight of the British... Is it Rod Stewart? He's probably a knight already. Uh, this, to me, is the... We're, oh, like I think uh, you know Robert Plant got it. You know, I mean, these guys are freaking Led Zeppelin, you know? Sure. How about Barry Gibb? From the Bee Gees? <laughs> Just, I'm out. <laughs> I am out. For, you, you should be ashamed of yourself for that entire <laughs> decade of whatever you were doing there. And and, and we're going to give Barry. So it's now Sir Barry Gibb. Okay, first of all, I thought he was Australian. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay? Well, I'm, okay. I'm actually no, no, shocked. They were from Australia. Were... I'm shocked to learn he's English. They were. They're, they are tied to Australia. Maybe they were from the UK and moved to Australia. But there's definitely an Australian tie there. Okay. I mean, I just – but Barry Gibb is uh, I mean, Sir n- Barry now it's Gibb. Like, now it's like – if I'm Paul McCartney, I'm giving, I can't it, even, I'm giving it back. I can't even believe he's alive. I thought he was dead. Oh, uh, he's outlived the other guys. <laughs> well, I, remember, I know he outlived Andy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no question he outlived Andy. Who's the other one? You got Barry, Dead Gibb, and who else? Uh, by the way, Barry, I'd watch your back without <laughs> mentioning you. I would Duke's, watch your back. Ask Duke's family. Yeah. I'll, I'll happy they were to get mentioned were in the Gibb. quiz this week. You're like, oh, Jesus. I just got knighted. <laughs> but I also got mentioned on the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. So it's like, oh, what are funny. we, the ring? Like, what's that, that, that movie yeah, where you movie. look at the thing and then seven days later you're done? Yep. So, <clears throat> Barry. Look out. When you started saying Barry, by the way, I swear Manilow? to God, I thought Manilow was sure. the next line coming. I was like, that. Sir That's Barry a different kind Gibb? of. Uh, you gotta be kidding me, Sir Barry Gibb. Okay, um, here's one for you. Uh, I could ask this a couple of different ways. Uh, I had fun with this one. Um, there's one question I've got that's sort of a real thought-provoking question, so I'll ask that one last, but I'm going to ask this one first. A gruesome event that took place at the Overlook Hotel on July 4th, 1921, was featured in what 1980 movie? Well, I actually read the book. Okay. So I know this. The Shining. Indeed. The only Stephen King book I've finished. Oh, no, no, that's not true. Wow, really? That's not true. Yeah, I read the the one with the cowboy, the Dark Tower, the, yeah, yeah, that yeah, first yeah. one. So, yep, The Shining is Yeah, I did you? not like it. I got to be honest with you. I was freaked out. <laughs> Do you know where I read that? No. When we were living at the... Um, not that we were actually living there, but we spent two weeks in that uh, horse trailer. Oh, my God, in New Orleans? In New Orleans. Oh, that is. And I was reading The Shining. That is not a good idea. <laughs> oh, that is not a good idea. No. That was, is a very bad idea. It was very idea. awful. That is a very, very bad idea. That is exactly the kind of place scared. where the sequel <laughs> yeah, to that happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right? Those kids pop up in that horse trailer, <laughs> and you walk outside. What would you call it? wasn't a horse trailer. It wasn't a trailer. It was our trailer. Our trailer but it was inside a, a stall. A stall, yeah. yeah a horse, horse stall. stall. Couldn't right. think of a horse stall. Right. Yeah. Giant. Yeah. Well, I could smell the... Yeah. I could smell it. I don't need to, to think about it. It's, 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 there was... It was Hey. <laughs> Walking on a hay. There was hay, folks. We lived two weeks amidst hay. Um, yeah, so that was interesting, for sure. Uh, all right, uh, this is one we've mentioned. Well, I'm not even going to do that one because we've asked for it. Uh, do you know what movie featured a very poor decision by Mayor Larry Vaughn when he let 
Amity Island Beach. Stay open on July 4th. Uh, yeah. Amity Island. Jaws. Jaws. That's the giveaway. Would you have gotten that without that? Say it without. It's, okay. Um, what movie featured a poor decision when, La- uh, when Mayor Larry Vaughn rolls the dice, leaving 4th of July open to tourists? Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't remember... And I've seen Jaws probably a dozen times, and I, I don't remember that it was Fourth of July exactly. But like now, thinking about it, it was like, oh yeah, they didn't want to close it because of the holiday. So that's right. I didn't know the mayor's name though when you said the mayor. Well, you know, I could have done actually a, uh, but Amity Island. You know what's crazy? I, I'm gonna almost have to play this uh, this intro as the outro because it's so freaking good. I, I can't believe I didn't play it for this episode. Yeah, I mean, don't wait till next year. Just play it as the outro. Yeah, well, you're just going to be very confused when you hear <laughs> the Quiz of Trivia podcast. I wish I had saved it, but it was uh, I've already put it together. But, yeah, we did a uh, mashup, and this is my last question of the entertainment round. Be my last question of the game. Uh, do you happen to remember the first song played by the Taxi Man in Miley Cyrus's hit, Party in the USA? Because I oh told you, I think, are you going to make me sing this? I think I've told you the story about this. How somebody asked her on the air, like, "What was the well, song?" Yeah, she was on, and Stern. she's like, "I didn't write it." Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> like you idiot, just, just make something, just make up. something up. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't the Stern interview. It was a different interview. It was a different about. interview. She was on Stern, and she was awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I got yeah, on. He had I got a off the plane on this week or the LAX with yep. the something something something. And the and the Jay Z song was on, right? And the Jay Z song, song, song was on. That's right. But and then somebody said, "So which Jay Z song was it?" Yep. And she, and she goes, said, "I didn't write the song. I didn't write the song." Oh, was it like a young kid too, like a like a fan of hers, like, <laughs> or was it like, like an old reporter? I think it was on a radio broadcast. Okay. It was like she was doing a radio spot, you know, to promote whatever it is she was promoting. And uh, yeah, she, she's like, "I didn't write the song, so I, I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually completely fake. So. Actually, everything I do is a total illusion, <laughs> yeah, and really, just, I'm soulless. And, I just, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just so, acting all this out. Right, but the second, do you know who the second song she listens to? Because I can ask that as well. Oh, there's another song. Yeah, it's not the only one. That's wow. why I asked it as the Jay-Z first, the first song. Kesha. <laughs> the Kesha song was on. <laughs> I kind of like that, even though it's, it's not right. Uh, no, 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 it's definitely not right. Oh man, you got me. Okay, it is a Britney song. And oh, a Britney song was on. Uh, close, Kesha. Yeah, Britney, got pretty it. much the old old school. Um, Good. All right, what else you got to end uh, it? Who is starring in the movie Rub and Tug? And- <laughs> 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 no, it isn't. There's no movie called Rub and Doug. Who is starring in the movie Rub and Doug? No, no. As a transgender massage parlor owner named Tex Gill. God almighty, this came across my radar somehow. (laughs) I didn't didn't know the title. I didn't know any element about it, but I do know that Scarlett Johansson (laughs) is going to be in this movie. And oh my God. I'm in. Is what it's called. Oh, you're in. (laughs) Oh, I'm in. Because you know she's not a transgender, so you're cool. (laughs) Is that what it is? I'm cool with it. (laughs) Even if if she was. Rub. (laughs) Even if she was. (laughs) I'm cool with it. You know, my whole thing is how long is it going to be before we have a Scarlett Johansson sex robot? And then why would you ever be married? Why would you procreate? What's going to happen to humanity when you can dial up Scarlett Johansson's sex robot and 
that's it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Where's the world going to be, folks? I don't know. It's 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 heading in that direction. You better all prepare for it. That's all I can tell you. Uh, anything else? Any any last? Uh, I still had some really good Fourth of July trivia. I don't know if I want to. Uh, I could I could I have a whole nother Fourth of July quiz out of this that we could do next time. So that's a. I think that might be a a strategy that I take. So any any. Parting shots, or are we going to leave I'm on I'm still frozen after that, uh, <laughs> that, that, that sex doll rant. Sex, oh, sex robots? Nothing, yeah, yeah, got, like, I got nothing happen? to add. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, folks, you're going to hear an outro instead of an intro because uh, that's how an we intro roll. Instead yeah, of an outro. That's what I meant, an intro instead of an outro. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day.